0: Guys in short sports, Los Angeles bringing you everything you need to know to be the good, upstanding LA sports fan that you are. This week, we are talking Dodgers, Angels, Galaxy, of course, and previewing the Olympics and what's going on with that with our own Division I athlete D1. (laughs) D1. Our own Olympians. (laughs) <laughs> so let's bring in the guys. Victor Costello. Yep, 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 yep <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Garcia. Hoopty hoop. Darren Besa. What's going on? And the Portuguese hammer himself, Mr. Eric Vieira.
1: Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my.
0: We are actually, thank you, sir. We are actually broadcasting from Hammer headquarters tonight.
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, Tropolis, uh, right? I op- opened up uh, the secret layer here in Hammertropolis
2: <laughs> oh, <yeah>. to, <laughs> to, to the guys in shorts. It's here. quite colorful back there. <laughs> like,
1: let's, it really uh, is. Ignore all the dresses in the background.
0: Yeah. 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 Are those yours? <laughs> or? Uh, well,
1: you know. <laughs> We're seeing the other side of Hammer. I do need my side income, you know.
0: Yeah. So we are broadcasting from La Habra, California. This is California yeah, still right? Yeah, don't give away the secret Take layer uh, headquarters. It's 10
1: miles off the freeway. <laughs> I'm living <laughs> off the grid, alright? Yeah. This is, this is definitely
0: off the grid, but I love it. Thank you for opening up your home, and this setup is actually, I gotta step up my game.
2: Hey, I'm right up the street, so I say we keep going with this.
0: <laughs> as long as
3: Bullet Bourbon is, uh, oh, is yeah. on tap, then I'm good to go.
0: Nice. Uh, we had a little more going on this week in sports. The Angels started off strong, and Ooh. then... Kind got swept by out. Houston. Yeah. It was a great it was start, a though. I mean, great start. That was an amazing start in yeah, the second off. half. And I they, they, we had a great they, start. They got back. our hopes up. Jeff,
2: get off the hate couch right now because what's the <laughs> deal? <laughs> I don't even have anything bad to say about them. Really? Wow. Even yeah. though we got swept by even Houston. That's probably the only thing I have bad to say about them. All, all right, so. No,
0: I love this. Keep it coming. See a week away from the hate couch? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Starting off, White Sox, sweep. Yes. Texas Rangers, which always feels good right? when yes. you can sweep the Rangers. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, you know, I want to go back and start uh, a little bit about the All-Star Game. Mike Trout,
2: representing uh, the Angels, of course. You know, this is his fifth consecutive year.
3: That's unbelievable. He's yeah. been in the league already for five years. That is yeah. pretty crazy. Wow. You guys yeah. have wasted his talent. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can say the same thing about Kershaw. You're about, oh, touche. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can.
2: Absolutely. So his first year at the All-Star Game, what does he do? He gets a single. Second year, double. Third year triple, fourth year home run, fifth year. Well, are we were we expecting a grand slam? No, but hey, he did pretty well. Yeah. So, what did he hit? So what did he, he hit for the
0: cycle over four. He hit for the cycle <laughs> for over All-Star four games. separate years. Nice. So. and then this year he he just went one for two or three. Yeah, I think he hit one up the middle or something. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. yeah. It was his first at bat though, so he was he kept his record of hitting his first at yeah. bat every. All-Star Game. Yeah.
2: But just to show you what kind of gentleman Mike Trout is, uh, before the All-Star Game, they cruise around uh, downtown San Diego, all the players, and Mike Trout is there with a big bag of signed baseballs. And he is just tossing out. That sounds like signed- assault. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not assault when that's, they're signed by Mike Trout. <laughs> that's, that's not a
0: big deal. Ben used to drive around throwing out autographed Speedos in yeah. his Division wow. One days. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't there. (laughs) And they all threw him back. (laughs) Well, it was great then to come off the All-Star break and go into two consecutive sweeps. Yes,
2: yes. We took Chicago for three games. And after that, we took uh, Texas for three games. We had some great pitching. We had... uh, Hector Santiago got his uh, shutout. And uh, after that, we had Shoemaker go for his
3: complete game shutout right there. I was going to say, what's his ERA sitting at now? Because remember when you guys played the Dodgers, it was oh, yeah, around nine. He mm-hmm. must be under five now at this point, right? Because he's been pitching pretty well for you guys. He's
0: been he, off very the well the charts yeah. since, he, since he came back. Mm-hmm. He, he was pitcher of the week for the AL. Yeah, he got
2: AL uh, week.
0: last week, I think. Uh, wow. So uh, he was doing very
2: well. And even after that game, we had uh, Mr. Weaver showing up his uh, 80 mile per hour. But you nice. know what? Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man himself? <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man himself, but he only got one run in. So, uh, I mean, he he also pitched up pretty well. So Complete
3: uh, game shutout's always impressive. Yeah, I don't yeah. care So who you, you are. guys have swept two series in a row and then got swept? Is that what happened? That is what yeah, happened. Yeah. Wow. Our crack
4: uh, internet team, uh, Matt Shoemaker's ERA has dropped to 3.99.
0: Wow. 3.99. That's 99. unbelievable, yeah. considering yeah, that's he started stuff. the season up in the nines. Mm-hmm. And, good stuff. And, and went down to AAA <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. came back and went, just been dominating. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's no small feat. By the way, another no small feat is that we were able to pull that up in like two seconds. Apparently, my internet at home <laughs> I'm you needs an upgrade. Yeah. We're closer close yeah, to yeah, Jesus my, up here. My Wi-Fi is throwing 80 miles an hour, guys. So what happened in Houston, Baysa? You know what?
2: Trout wasn't really uh, playing well at the plate. Uh, Pujols wasn't really playing well at the plate. It was great to see Pujols during Chicago. He got his two two-run home runs during that single game, and even the next game, he got a uh, two three-run home run games. So, uh, he's been doing very well. Hashtag
0: pool holes watch. Go for it. (sighs) He dropped a little bit. He was over 250, but he's now batting 249 right there. Knocking on the bubble. (laughs)
3: 250 was a good pick, wasn't it? Two fifty was. (laughs) This is is getting been 270, it wouldn't have been fun. If it was 220, it wouldn't have been any fun, but 250, I mean, he has skirted that line all season. Now, the thing that I'm not looking forward to and it's probably going to happen is he's going to have a hell of a series. He's going to be batting two fifty two and then he's going to get injured for the season. And I'm going to lose a bet <laughs> on a technicality. I hope that doesn't I go in. I, I still win see. the and bet. Nah. Jeff would still win the bet.
1: That would but. be the perfect ending if he got hurt.
0: Above 250. It's still above I'm, 250. I'm not wishing for anyone's injury, <laughs> oh, wow. but if it makes me win the bet, I'm yeah. Fine, wow, it. wow. <laughs> yeah,
1: the odds makers set that one
2: dead on. So some encouraging news for those uh, Angel fans out there is uh, Tyler Skaggs. I love that band. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he uh, pitched last uh, in July of 2014. Uh, he's coming off of uh, some Tommy John surgery. That just lets you guys aware of how long it takes to recover from uh, Tommy John. So uh, Tyler Skaggs is going to be pitching for us on Tuesday. Uh, he had a great performance over at Triple A. Uh, I think for one game against uh, one of the opponents, he went for 14 strikeouts in eight innings. Wow! So uh, he is looking very good for Triple A, and hopefully he could bring some relief over to the Angels. So uh, yeah, that'd have been nice. cool. Yes, we
0: need we need starting we need pitching every,
3: So every. with with the start of the uh, second half of the season are you guys sitting a little bit better in the standings at this point or are you Whoa. still Well kind we, of far we back? were
0: <laughs> until we got swept by Houston <laughs> and now we're back in the cellar. Um, we yeah. are currently 43 and 55 13 and a half games back.
1: Yeah, the hole might be too deep. You can <laughs> It's pretty deep. <laughs> Once you, you keep digging, yeah. Well the
3: Seattle uh Mariners came back in 19 was it 95 or 96 from like 15 games down behind yeah. you guys and came back and won the this the yeah. the, well, to, the division.
0: To get to like 90 games, which is around what you'd need to hopefully make the playoffs. We need like 50 games in the back half of the season, which we did two years ago. Of course, we're not the team that we were two yeah, years we ago are. at the moment, but long story short, it, it can it be, can done. be okay, done. Okay, thank yeah. you. Because I, I was getting really upset <laughs> if Rainbows and Butterflies couldn't find a way to win. Right? Oh, there's still a chance. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> there <he> is. <laughs> How are things looking in Dodger land?
4: Pretty good. Uh, since the All-Star break, we've won uh, two out of three series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the team is looking... Actually, I'm impressed with this team
1: that's been playing in they're this holding past- it together and I right. gotta give
3: Dave Roberts credit yeah. really I do. whoa whoa whoa
1: wow. See, the couch,
0: we're clearly away from the hate going Hammer Travelers
1: will happily host all po-
3: <laughs> wow. podcast recordings if, there you if,
1: go keep if everyone we get, in a good mood yeah
3: <laughs> no well here's the thing so when you have as many injuries as the Dodgers have been plagued with all season and, you know, with the hope and I right going into the all-star break, if you remember, I was saying, you know, I think these guys are going to start coming back. We're going to be healthy. We're going to start to go on a roll. And then in, in, a, in a week's time, we hear that Kershaw now may be out for the whole season, mm-hmm. Ryu went back on the DL and then McCarthy now McCarthy is out, out injured, for yeah. the rest of the season yeah. as well. So it's like when that's, when that's the case yet, you're still going out and you're still winning series. Exactly. And you're three games back in winning, the division yeah. that that's leadership. And, you know, I was, a little bit critical of Dave Roberts beginning of the season, but you know what? It looks like his, his management style may be, you know what the Dodgers were looking for. Wow. Your cotton candy pony just
2: <laughs> <throwed> <laughs> <at> ben, <laughs> right off over that rainbow. Isn't your division overall weak though? I mean, you got, Giants, you got When the, the Giants are in the division, yeah. When the Giants
4: are in the division, yeah. You, it's it's kind of hard to say <laughs> that you're in a weak division. <laughs> case, I, I especially, really on <laughs> especially on an even year. Especially on an even year. I mean, yeah. So they they won it what in 2012, 2014. Oh. Unfortunately, this is 2016. And it doesn't look like it,
3: yeah. there's, there's another team out there that would be able to them beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 It, uh,
0: Gosh, moment of silence.
4: <laughs> it, I, yeah, <laughs> seriously. I, it's, it's horrible. Because it's like, any other team, I'd be like, all right, cool. But Good for them. The, the cubs are going to do it. What's the latest on Kershaw? I literally just looked it up on Twitter right before we went on air. And uh, nothing, literally it said nothing new on Kershaw, which scares the crap out of me scary, because yes. if they're not giving you anything, it's because they're hiding something.
3: Or and they I don't know. It's, it's one of the two. Either, I mean, because the other thing, it really could be, and, and it sounds like they're kind of hoping that they can just sit and wait, and in a couple of weeks, it gets better and then he can pitch.
1: And I think it's also a scary thing. If they're sending updates, he was cleared to play catch. That's kind of a scary thing when we're celebrating <laughs> the fact that he's able to play catch. You know, that's, that's a bad sign. That, right. On the progress, that's a milestone right. for him. Just being able to play catch, that means the extent of his injury could be a lot more serious than, than maybe know, we
3: initially thought. Which, which brings me to a point that I made months ago about contracts. We signed Kershaw to a 10-year, $300 million contract, and we're not even halfway into that contract. Now, let's worst, uh, assume worst case scenario that he has to have back surgery to repair this herniated disc. Is there any guarantee? And you know the answer is no. Is he going to come back and be the same pitcher that he was when he left? You paid him to be that pitcher for 10 years. So this could be another example of why you don't want to sign somebody for a 10 year period. Now, I hope to hell that he doesn't need surgery and that he's going to be back this season. And this is just something that, you know, hurt for a little while and got better. But, you know, worst case scenario is that he may be out for, you know, for the better part of the season. And who knows, maybe into the beginning part of next season to become half the pitcher that he is today.
0: If we lose him for the rest of the season, Dodgers make the playoffs?
4: No. With the, well, with the way the team is playing right now, I wouldn't put anything past them. It's going
3: to be really tough. To win
4: I a mean, series. To, yeah. I mean, to get into the playoffs, I think they still have a chance
3: to do anything in the playoffs, I don't think they have a chance. Yeah. So they would have to go into September with a lead because they're going to play and I know, I haven't looked at the schedule, so I'm guessing here, but in years past they usually have two or three series with the yes. Giants and in the last month of the year. Yeah, they always play. do that. So if you assume three series at three games, that's 9 games that they're going to be playing against heads up against the Giants. I don't think that they would be able to win those series to get into the playoffs. So if they win the division, they would have to start September to me with at least a two or three game lead. Did you guys hear that?
1: That cotton candy yep. pony just
3: went oh, yeah. flying right He's gone. out of here. He's, He's gone. gone. Uh, speaking
1: He's of injuries, in though, I,
4: pony. I did want to bring this up because last time we were talking, the Angel fans had brought up that their season was horrible. <laughs> here we go because of all the injuries Statistics. and had those teams come had those players come back that you know their team would be a lot better than they are wh- where they you know where they are today let me tell you the los angeles angels have lost a lot of games this year to, to injury you think uh, a total of 626 right mm-hmm. that's
1: a lot of games that's a lot of games it's only like a third of the season right 626 games. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the la dodgers 970 and this is stats as of four days ago i, uh, wow. I don't think that the angels have picked up up 300 uh, I'm pretty sure we did we We played a lot more games oh yeah I think the Dodgers have been doing really well considering how many injuries they've actually had and they're still in the hunt Uh, they're still you know at least in the hunt for the wild card uh, Mm. spot right now and only three games behind the Giants so I think they've done really well
0: moving on There's been a lot of talk this week about rule changes. In the NBA, they're talking about implementing rules to limit the hack-a-shack. And in baseball, Rob Manfred brought up limiting relief pitching.
3: I don't know if that the way he's proposed it is going to work. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think it will because he's saying to limit the number of relievers in a game. So what happens when that game goes 17 innings? Or what happens when somebody's just completely shelled and they can't get an out? Does that mean that they're just going to continue to play with that same pitcher? because yeah, you're stuck. Because, you know, but somebody, somebody pitched five innings the day before and, and they're not available. And it just it just doesn't sound like that's the right thing to do. That's just my opinion.
2: I and how rep- often
3: does 17-inning games come along? I feel like
2: the
0: Dodgers have had about five of them this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I
3: think that's that the watch. exception, not yeah. the
0: rule. But isn't the idea to kind of... Instigate more offense. Absolutely, I, I think that that's what
3: it is. But I think there's a better way of doing it. I I heard one of the ideas was that you reduce the number of pitchers that a team can hold on their roster, rather than limit them to the number of relievers that they can have in a game. Because then the manager knows throughout that season that he's got to manage those maybe five or six relievers instead of having that you know that guy that sixth inning guy, the seventh inning guy, etc. Yeah, and part of his reasoning is that the, when there is a pitching change. It takes forever. Which I never
4: understood that either. Like why wouldn't they actually just the pitches in the bullpen, why don't those count as pitching as getting warm? Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like why do they gotta come out onto the field and throw another certain amount of pitches when they've been warming up for an inning and a half?
3: Because you gotta play the my bullpen. theme music. I think they do it for commercial
0: breaks. That's why. Yeah. Screw the commercials.
3: Maybe they should get a one-and-a-half-by-one-and-a-half-inch stub hub. <laughs> oh, there we'll we go. Done. Do it soccer style? Yeah. Soccer style. They yeah. yeah. eliminate exactly. commercials I like entirely. Herbalife Dodgers. The oh,
0: Herbalife presents... Let's not. Oh, I'm not in for that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll I'd speed rather. up the game. Let's It'll keep. speed up the game.
3: I've got some ideas that will fix baseball. <laughs> well,
0: I'll tell you what. We are going to address those ideas because coming up after the break, the guys in shorts are going to present their rule changes to all sports yep. in we're general. We're fixing and sports, everybody. We're fixing sports. You're welcome. Yeah. In in a segment, I think we should name it's not me, it's you, because they need to fix themselves. <laughs> yeah, that when, is
1: not the first time Jeff has said that. Yeah. <laughs> he said that way too comfortably. When, <laughs>
4: when you hear my rule changes for uh, curling, you're gonna, I'm going to blow your mind off. Oh, oh.
0: Excited. That's guarantee it. For for it out, <laughs> I yeah, <guess>. <laughs> Save
1: it for our curling podcast we do on
0: Thursday night. Oh, coming up <laughs> next. That's the wrong Olympics. We'll be right back. To build a championship team, today's general managers analyze their players using data and metrics. What if that same information were available to help you maximize the success of your business? Enter Snowfly. Snowfly works with both large and small businesses to identify and collect data relevant to their specific goals. Snowfly's innovative analysis and reporting tools define critical behavior metrics in employees and can drastically improve your hiring and overall productivity. Go to Snowfly.com or call 877-SNOWFLY. That's 877-SNOWFLY. Call today. We're back. Really, really good stuff, guys. You can tell Jeff's getting a little drunk right now. <laughs> we're
1: yeah.
4: Back. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was like the uh, most emphatic we're back
1: I've ever heard him say. Full disclosure: Jeff just peed in my bushes right now. You
0: know what? Right the on plumeria, plumeria tree. Plumeria. Right there, yeah. right there. That's because the flip uh, this house. I don't feel comfortable going inside. And <laughs> to be honest, I looked at the foundation this kind is this this a disaster and you should run for the hills I right, can't enough. believe you're yeah. raising a family yeah, in this yeah. jeff Note, is so noted. good that this house is not raised but yet he saw the foundation <laughs> that's how good i am hey he's good we are back and we're talking rule changes to all our favorite sports anything we think will make the sports that we love better Mm-hmm. Ben, you mentioned you got some baseball changes. Why don't we start there? What I do. do.
3: I, have, I have a couple. Um they're going to they would actually change baseball quite a bit. I would change the season to 100 games. Instead of 162, I because I think what would happen is you would start it, you would you you know, you would start it probably right around the NBA finals and then you would end it right before NFL starts. So you kind of own that time. So and everyone always complains that the season's too long. I think that that would best de- definitely narrow it down. Now, as far as making it more exciting, what I would do is I would make every half inning four outs and every game six innings. Because with four outs, you're going to have more base runners, you're going to have more opportunity for scoring, more opportunity for, you know, just excitement. Because that's what's exciting, right? And so when you have the three outs and you got a guy on third, he, you know, constantly is being, you know, has to go back to the dugout. So I think that that's, that's something... That's a big change. That we wow, that's, think about. that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. So we're said talking
1: every half inning... Am yeah. I missing innings in between innings? Have I not <laughs> been watching the game so, right? so wait, wait, go, and six
3: go. innings, are we, uh, we're going back to Little League here? What? Yeah. So you would have 24 <laughs> outs in a game instead of 27. So you would, okay, would, you would, you would okay, reduce got, gotcha. it. I got gotcha. you. To me, that is going to increase scoring. You're going to have a lot more offense that way because of the fact that, you know, you rely on that double play. You got guys on, you know, you got loaded bases and you hit a grounded or short. It's 6-4-3 gets you out of the inning yeah in this situation that scores the run yeah so you're going to have more run production and i think that you know you're going to have more excitement and now the other the other i've got one more quick one is i would kind of look at there's 30 teams right now i would actually and i think that the talent level is very diluted i would get rid of eight teams today eight wow and then I, then i would take i would take those teams best players and then we'd redraft them amongst the the actual ranks of the teams that are left and i think that the talent level would would infinitely increase making baseball even that much better
1: that actually is a real issue in uh in in soccer I know the MLS is expanding their league and I don't know that the talent is there that they keep expanding the teams that if they keep expanding The talent pool is not going to get any better. We're actually diluting the talent pool So as far as contracting and making the league smaller, I could see where that makes sense but with baseball, I'm not sure is talent at an all time low or is talent all all there. I don't
3: know that when Vince Scully is that low. says that Major League Baseball today is like AAA used to be 20 years ago or 30 years ago. I, I think that it is. Did Vince say that? Yes, he did. <laughs> you can
1: take it, it to the bank. Yeah,
4: I think eight is a lot, though. I don't know if I would go with eight. Well, so
3: here's my thought, right? So my thought is that you would basically take the less relevant team in duplicate markets and you remove them. You he just says that because he wants to get rid of the Angels. to get rid of the Angels, but then you change
4: <laughs> the California Angels <laughs> and then you're but it's, fine. But
3: it's true. Okay. So so <laughs> the teams that I have were the Mets, the Angels, the White Sox. wow. Jeez. Astros. Oh, man. Nationals, Marlins, and then the Padres. Not because they're competing against anybody, but just because they're completely Relevant. That's just crazy. <laughs>
4: I, I have a baseball change I want to make. I hate it when they do uh, an intentional walk yeah. and they have yeah. to do four pitches. Yeah, Why can't they just say, we're going to intentionally walk this guy, go to first? Send him. There yeah. you go. Just send him. Next.
0: We, we're agreed. That, that's <laughs> yeah, simple enough. We fix baseball. Con- Congratulations.
4: <laughs> My unwritten rule change is pitchers hate the bat flip, right? They take it as a personal, att- first of all, man up. Yeah, You're Ooh. the one that pitched the pitch that got knocked out. You know what I'm saying? My my thing is, if you hit a grand slam or a game-winning home run, you're allowed to do a bat flip. And Just like the flex. pitcher when he I struck agree. somebody
3: out is able to fist pump right. and do all the other stuff. Yeah. So I actually <laughs> think that, that yeah. it is sort of one of those things that's you can I can do it, but you can't. Yeah. And I think that it's, that's it's, bullshit. It's yeah. absolutely
4: ridiculous, yeah. So those are my two baseball ones.
1: I have one baseball change. It's a very simple change. That is the DH rule. Pick one mm. or don't. Right. and that's what Ben was yeah, talking about. Combining yeah. the that's, leagues, and that's saying, you why I want to one Either one. both leagues have a DH, or both leagues I agree. pitchers I, hit. I could be I, I totally crazy agree that with that. that yeah. And to be honest, I, I would
3: side more with the National League because I'm a National League fan. But I think that if, in the interest of scoring more runs, I
0: think the DH is the way to go. I agree. We're <laughs> I love it. What are, what other sport are we fixing?
1: I'm ready to move on to basketball. Really, basketball hammer. How are we
0: fixing NBA?
1: All right. So as a fan of, like I mentioned before mtv and uh, the rock and jock games they oh. used to have uh, the, the 25 point shot and the 50 point shot with the, the rim way above the regular rim i'm not going to quite go that extreme but i'm going to go with the half court four pointer oh so wow okay. we see in practices we see steph curry we see lebron they're doing all these trick shots and one of the shots that they're always practicing with is the half court shot. Yeah. So we have the three point line, the three point line, which actually wasn't introduced until uh, 1967. So it's not like introducing a new point line is a novel idea, but you make the half court shot worth four points or maybe even I'm in. five points I'm in. and that makes things a little more interesting imagine your team is down five points which with 30 seconds left maybe the game's over but if you have that four-point shot and you have Steph Curry on your team and Larry and the, Johnson and then you get that one and point point you're getting free throw you're making, then you, <laughs> you, get the, you get the shot you get fouled taking the half-court shot and yeah, get a four-point like four throws wow. yeah like it makes it. the game a lot more exciting
4: yeah, I'm in and for anybody who disagrees with that they're going to be the same people that disagreed with the three-point shot when it was introduced everybody thought it was going to ruin the game like why are you bringing this well, in? It took Ten years until
3: the
1: NBA accepted
3: yeah, it. Yeah, exactly.
4: So yeah, I'm on board
3: with that. I have a couple of basketball changes. Are you done or do you? I'm want done. Some more? That's all I got. I <laughs> fixed it. I fixed
1: <laughs> basketball. I'm done. So so I think
3: for basketball, the, the biggest problem that I've had is is the Steph Curry's the the Golden State Warriors because <laughs> they're what.
0: Soft. <laughs> soft. Okay. I right. so, just wanted so to make sure I understood that right.
3: I remember learning these rules to get away from that style of basketball. Not the Golden State Warriors, but just that style of basketball that I'm not interested in. So you're saying you hate my half-court. Wait, court. so, so you're, interested, no, that's fine.
4: <laughs> you're interested in increasing offensive production in baseball, but not in basketball.
3: Well, yeah, I agree. Yes, because I don't, I don't, yes. I don't. Okay, think that that's let's a problem. <laughs> I don't think that that's a problem in the NBA. I think that it's they've taken one style and then oh, they're just know. going when, with it. When people hate
4: hated the Detroit Pistons, it was because games were played seventy to seventy, and they hated it.
3: All right, so hear me out. I think <laughs> that there's a few. This is the, this is what I would do. I, a, I would extend the three point line back to the distance that they it, they used to have in the '80s, because if you remember, it used to be way far back, and then they moved it closer. I would basically show the three point line from side court to side court instead of the baseline
1: we'll have a visual up on on the
3: website <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> diagrams will be drawn the other thing that i would do is any points that are scored off an assist would get an extra point and that would get away from the isolation basketball Wow, that's a bold change. i don't i don't hmm. like i don't like the fact that you get these isolation guys the other thing i would do is i would say that slam slam dunks and points in the paint are three points Oh, really? Yeah, because slam dunk. Oh. Yeah, oh. because and think of it this oh. way: if you had a slam dunk and then you <laughs> had an alley oop, that'd be a four point play. No, I'm serious, man. A slam right. dunk? Yeah, slam dunk's the easiest it's, shot. NBA yeah. it's, it's the, the, the most high percentage shot the easiest, in the NBA. You're
4: right, but it's the hardest to get. Oh, I don't agree with that. Uh, Shaq, are you kidding me? No, because that means he would, would just bowl people over and then dunk on them. That would have been fun to watch.
3: <laughs> You're making my point. No, I'm not. You're making my point. Why would I? Why would I? Uh, but I would tell Shaq. But I would tell Shaq that if he got the pass to not dribble, because then he could get an extra point. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> felt a little silly now, with my half-court shot. Yeah. Feeling much better yeah.
0: now. <laughs> now, here's, now here's here's it's my so last drastic. one.
3: Here's my last one. In the last two minutes of each half, every free throw missed counts as a point for the other team. Now, oh, now, wow. if, negative if, points if, wow. I love Ben now here's the thing the <laughs> Sorry, team Dad. who got fouled has the option of either taking the ball out or taking the free throw shots or letting him shoot it okay. but okay. if you shoot the shots and you miss them if you miss let's say you miss both free throws I then those two, pounds, those two points those two points would score for the other team And I, like I think that dodgeball rules yeah, oh, yeah. And, ju- and that would just be in the last two minutes of, the, uh, of each half That's bold. what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to fix the hack-a-shack The the hack-a-shack type of stuff. And then I'm also just trying to get rid of this. Let's just shoot a three-pointer every time down the court because it's just not interesting (laughs) to
0: me. Thank you, Golden State Warriors. What if we went into a game of horse at the end of the last two minutes?
2: H-O.
0: Nobody nobody would ever score any points because everybody can make any trick shot in the world.
3: That's
4: true.
0: We fixed baseball. I don't know if we've quite fixed basketball.
1: Yeah. What else are we fixing? The jury's out. Do we want to go soccer? Do you want Let's me to fix, fix soccer? soccer? Let's go, go there. All right.
0: <laughs> we got a lot to go to fix soccer for Ben anyway.
1: <laughs> I think it's on My note, my notes oh, just say dissolve it. That's, that's it. Dissolve the score. Make Get them rid all of it. A, I think he has make all soccer teams in the American League
0: and then we're done. <laughs> hammer how are we fixing soccer all right
1: here's something that's always driven me crazy about soccer is only three substitutions Uh, especially now with the amount of talent that are on these teams and the rosters that they have they carry 18 man rosters 23 man rosters and you're only allowed to play 11 guys and then three subs i think the game would be a lot more exciting if you had four or five subs because then you're bringing on fresh legs you're not having teams get tired towards the end there's a lot more uh tactics involved a little more strategy allowing one or two more subs the argument against is that it slows down the game but having tired players at the end of a game also makes the game slow and not not exactly fun to watch so having a couple more subs would be something uh that i'd be into
0: how do the leagues overseas do it how do the big boys Ev- do Everyone
1: it? does it three subs. That's yeah, the general rule. So what, really? what's three the subs? point to
3: having more people if you can only use three subs? And
1: that's the part that drives me crazy, especially these teams that spend millions of dollars on their roster, and they have 18, 20 guys who are all great, and there are guys who just do not see the field because you're only allowed three subs. If you had a couple extra subs, you could see a lot more impact on the game. It would make the game a lot more exciting, in my opinion. Uh,
0: does you, that Would that rule make... The MLS seem less reputable overseas? Yes, and that's the one issue people, yeah. with
1: the MLS... Uh, with MLS, excuse me, I was told not to call it the MLS. Oh, It's Major League Soccer, not the Major League Soccer. So you know I'll what? Fix You're myself. the
0: hammer. You call it whatever <laughs> you want.
1: <laughs> so basically, when the league first started, they had a, a clock that counted down. So it went from 90 minutes down to one. And when the time was over, the time was over. So that was kind of a novel idea. Right. But it got poo-pooed because that's not the way the rest of the world do it. So, of course, the MLS was made fun of our or MLS was made fun of. Netflix. Excuse me, I'm all and over it the right. place here. <laughs> and, uh, games didn't end in ties. They had right. a penalty shootout where teams and it was would totally would go, different. And it yeah. was not a penalty shootout like you see during the World Cup. It was a penalty shootout where guys would dribble. It would be like a hockey shootout where guys dribble and try to score on the goalie. And that was taken away because, again, it didn't conform with the with the rest of the
3: world and the way they play the game. Yeah, but you know, so college a lot football of football doesn't conform with the NFL either. So why not have the balls to just say, you know what, this is the way we're gonna do it? We don't care what everybody does. We are America. We are Americans.
0: <laughs> U- <laughs> USA. And, uh, USA USA <laughs> USA
1: So I think that would be the way to fix it having four or five subs and if they don't want to add extra subs during the regulation of play I think this should be like an injury sub because there is uh the instance where you've used all three subs and then you have a player who goes out hurt And you can't use a substitute because you've already used your subs. So I would say if a player gets injured, you're allowed to sub. Now I, I mentioned that rule before, and I had someone say, well, what's to stop a team from faking an injury. So playing devil's advocate, if the way you would stop a faking of an injury is you would say, you suspend them for five games. I don't say five games, but they miss the next game. So if you or go out on an injury substitution, then you're not allowed to play in the next game. Right. So even if you do want to fake an injury, you can, but you're just not going to be able to play in the next game. Because some injuries heal before the next game starts anyway, so you're you're making that risk if a player does go out injured. So I think maybe an injury sub, or if a game goes into overtime, allowing extra subs, because I think that makes the game a little more exciting when you have more fresh legs on the field.
0: You know what? I don't know enough about soccer to say whether that fixes it or not, but you know what? You said it with such passion and (laughs) it was well thought out. I'm going to say it fixes it. (laughs) Nice. It's good to go. How are we fixing college (coughs) football, Ben? I say
3: you create one super conference of 20 teams, two divisions of 10. You create one governing body to make a schedule and evaluate each team annually. And what you do is you take the two bottom teams of each division you kick them out and you bring in two new people. And these are the big boys. Ooh. Oh, so like, we're going that's a soccer premier league. Role. These are the big boys. Yeah. That's a soccer
1: rule. Actually, in European soccer, there is a top division. Mm-hmm. And then if you're in the lower divisions and you win your division, you get bumped up. And mm-hmm. if you're in the bottom spots, you get bumped down. Yeah. So that's yeah. a, a promotion relegation system. Oh, I hate that it's a college oh, soccer. I love it. Well done. Well done. I love, it love, so I love, ben ben
3: love soccer. <laughs> but, like, to me, <laughs> to ben it's ben like, you know, you get the Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, USC, you get Texas, Oklahoma, you get. All the guys are gonna win the national title anyway. You break them into ten or two divisions of ten and they have to play nine conference games they get to play two podunk teams against any, <laughs> anybody else right and then, Appalachian the, uh, state. And then I would state I, its return uh, to yeah. guys in- <laughs> i would allow i would allow two buys so with the two buys and the two podunk teams that's like four weeks off and you are allowed them to schedule them every two games you know to have a break or whatever to keep the keep the keep the kids healthy mm-hmm. and the winners of each of the two divisions would play into the national title and so you eliminate this whole conference mm-hmm. uh, i love the, that the, the that's four, a great idea the, the four I like or it. whatever. I think that that's what you do for college football. And then the the, 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 the 18, 19, and 20 teams, you, the, those teams, you say, you know what? You're the out. Let's, let's bring in the next BYU. Let's bring in the great. next this and whatever. And
1: that's a great thing because even if you have you – know, there's, a, what, 122 yeah. NCAA teams? You can have – divisions of 20, five divisions of 20, so we're a Division 5 team. We win and it's kind of like Leicester City in the Premier League this year. Yeah, yeah. They exactly. They were, you know, three years ago they were in the like bottom Appalachian league, State. Appalachian State wins their league. Oh, do you see this? Appalachian <laughs> State. <laughs> they won They win Division 3 this year. They're going to Division 2.
0: They, yeah, I they love it. Division I love 2. It. I love it. It's good. I say Been. we start a petition and based on it. how well our petition for the Dodgers <laughs> getting them back on TV did, it should yep. be instituted next season. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Good stuff, gentlemen. I feel like we made some huge progress huge progress tonight so moving on <laughs> time for everyone's favorite segment galaxy update with we're back the portuguese hammer what do you got
1: for us this week buddy i got i'm chock full of updates this week got two games to report you on oh boy yeah ben, oh yeah strap in wrap in we uh, we had one game midweek for the US Open Cup which oh. is the tournament that I mentioned where all teams are eligible to play. Uh, so we're down to the quarterfinals, and okay. we had the LA Galaxy versus the Seattle Sounders. So they played midweek, and it was actually held at the track and field stadium adjacent to the StubHub Center because oh. the StubHub Center is being rented out for the CrossFit Games. So the Galaxy was actually... <laughs> Wait, so yeah, so just, the Galaxy is took a damn back shame
0: seat to the CrossFit? Uh, Seriously. How is that possible?
1: These games, they pay a lot of money to use that stadium, and this Open Cup, there's no guarantee that they're making it to the stage, so they have to find alternate means to, to play the game. You know, a so, real
3: team would have been able to call the Rose Bowl and say, hey, <laughs> we need a temporary facility. Well, the Galaxy actually used used to play at the
1: Rose Bowl, but I think there's something about still being on the premises where the locker rooms are and having it. And that was actually kind of, from what I've read and what I've heard, it was actually a fun kind of intimate atmosphere because when we went to the game, there were 25,000 people at the game. This was, uh, I believe, 3,000, 3,500 people in attendance. So it's kind of a fun a fun atmosphere when you have an intimate track and field stadium type game. They so from, played that at Hanford Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside joke there. Uh. So the fun thing about about these Open Cup games is you kind of get your non traditional starting team. I'm not going to call them a second string lineup, but you just get your your guys who are not normally starting. Robbie Keane was not there. Steven Gerrard was not there. Uh, Giassi zardes was there, and uh, Giovanni dos Santos. They were there, but they were on the bench. So they were kind of the break glass in case of emergency. So when they were playing the Sounders, these Open Cup games, you're getting your younger guys or your guys who are normally on the bench starting the game, but they still had a solid lineup, and that's why I don't want to call it a, a second-string lineup, because they still had Mike McGee, they had Sebastian Legette, uh, Nigel DeYong played in this game after serving a couple-game suspension. So this wasn't a second-string lineup, but I would call it your non-traditional starters. And the same thing goes for Seattle. Seattle was playing uh, players that they don't normally start, so that was kind of the, the background going into this game. Early in the game, the Galaxy did go down. They went on, down 1-0 with a mistake by their defender, Leonardo. Basically gave away the ball to the Seattle player. Who he, gave it he gave it to D'Angelo. He gave it to D'Angelo, who ruined it. <laughs> so so they were down early, which is a little bit little bit of a problem, especially since they had recently beat Seattle in Seattle. So to be down was a little bit of a problem. But they fought back. Alan Gordon was able to get a goal. You haven't hear me, heard me talk a lot about Alan, Alan Gordon this year. He's kind of like their super sub over the last couple seasons, but unfortunately they haven't really utilized him, and he hasn't scored a goal in a while. So it was nice to see him finally get a goal, and hopefully this is something uh that he goes streaky on where he, once you get a goal it starts to kind of build on itself so hopefully he'll be scoring some more goals in the future uh, so they went and tied at the half 1-1 and the second half a former LA Galaxy player named Hercules Gomez
0: oh great come name. on great yeah. name awesome. Game of Thrones great character <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> so gotta be. Of Thrones he was able right to there. sneak
1: a goal in at a, a kind of a tough angle and the Galaxy I, I've always had this joke with my dad is that anyone who used to play for the Galaxy when they play against the Galaxy they always end up scoring so this actually happened in San Jose earlier this season Chad Barrett who used to play for the Galaxy scored against them but it just always seems to work out that way that if you used to play for the Galaxy whenever the Galaxy shows up on the schedule you're scoring against them mm-hmm. so but you know what it's one of those, those things no too friend. it's
3: like if you buy a white Prius you'd look around the next day and you're like there's a lot of there's white Priuses, Priuses, Priuses <laughs> <everywhere>. So <you laughs> that know, may be true it's like one of those things where it's Could like be. in the front forefront of your mind you know all it wouldn't right. be a
1: Galaxy update without you shitting on my point you're welcome <laughs>
3: <today>. <laughs> and you guys are all 20. Prius <laughs> drivers <laughs> uh, so
1: being down 2-1 I would mentioned that Jesse's Z and giovanni dos santos were kind of the break glass in case of emergency since they're down a goal they broke glass in case of emergency they brought those two guys wow and the second they brought on giassi zardes and giovanni dos santos they made an immediate impact so i had mentioned how uh, galaxy defender made a mistake early on in the game giassi Uh, kind of forced their Seattle defender into making a mistake. So they gave up the ball and Dos Santos was able to capitalize and score a goal and he was able to tie the game. And once they had those more talented players on the field, Giassi was able to assist on two more goals to Sebastian Legit and he was able to score two goals. So they ended up winning the game 4-2. They advanced to the semifinals and they're going to play FC Dallas on August 10th. So they're moving on to the semifinals of this competition. It's kind of an exciting thing. We haven't, won this trophy in a long time the galaxy has won five championships in the league but this particular open cup is something that they haven't won in a while so this would be kind of a cool trophy for them to add that not only hopefully will they win a championship but they could win the u.s open cup as well It's kind of something a feather in the cap yeah right and then also sec they that was a midweek game and then on saturday where they played the Portland Timbers. Like I mentioned, uh, going into Seattle is a little bit tough. Going into Portland is another tough stadium to go into. They're actually the defending MLS champions. They have a great crowd, a great atmosphere, so there's always a tough stadium to play against. Uh, they were missing Steven Gerrard, who was out to injury, Ashley Cole, another key defender who's going to be out, and they had a midweek game against Seattle for the Open Cup. It was an away game, so I don't know that I was looking optimistic going into this game.
3: You guys were shooting for the title.
1: Yeah, we were shooting for the away tie i would be happy with an away tie but the good news is is the galaxy went up to zero in the first 12 minutes yeah it was nice so robbie Keane was able to get an early goal he uh, kind of poked one in on a cross from uh G- giovanni <laughs> <laughs> robbie Keane, he pokes it in the Not bourbon's appropriate. kicking in Not the appropriate. bourbon is kicking in <laughs> So Keane was able to get on, on the board, which was nice to see because the game that we actually went to against Houston, he had a rough night. He missed the penalty, had a couple opportunities where he couldn't we put We already
0: blamed that on Ben, though. So, <laughs> so uh, sw- Robbie, when he don't was yeah. hold it against yourself.
1: So when he was far enough away from Ben, he was able to get back on the score sheet, <laughs> which is a nice thing to see. And then just a few minutes later, Giasi Zardes was able to put away a header on a cross from Boateng, and that was the game changer because once you're up 2-0, then that forced Portland to chase the game. So Portland actually had more opportunities as the game went on because the Galaxy didn't need to press anymore. They had the two-goal lead. So Portland was able to get a goal back uh, in the first half, so it was 2-1. But in the second half, they continued to press, but the good news is is the Galaxy was able to hold on and they won the away game 2-1. So we are on a great Winning streak here, yeah. a four-game win streak in league play, and this is without the team clicking. I still didn't see them click. I'm not going to say the u word. I'm not going to say they uh, were underwhelmed. But this it. is a good sign. Whenever you're not playing well and you're still getting wins, you're getting three points. This is great. I mean, this is coming from a guy who watched, you know, Portugal tie their way and just tactically kind of work <laughs> their way to a championship.
0: Uh he mentioned he found a way to work Portugal. He really in did. Again. Hey, yeah. Again. I'm gonna again. do this uh, get used to it. Uh, uh, that's three weeks since they won, yeah. I think. Oh. So the Galaxy,
1: even though they're not clicking, they're still looking good. So that right now they currently sit third place in the Western Conference and they actually have three games in hand. So if they were able to you know hypothetically get those 3 wins that would put them in first place. They've played 20 games. FC Dallas who's in first place has played 23 games and they're only uh, I believe 6 points ahead of them. So if they were able to win those makeup games they're able to jump into first place would be which would be huge going into the playoffs. And we're dealing with their coach Bruce Arena who has been around the league forever and he is setting the team up tactically to win a championship. Well,
3: he needs to get ready for the Arizona Cardinal season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you're thinking of uh, you're
3: Bruce,
0: Arias. Bruce Arians, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Well I knew that. done, well done.
1: And, uh, speaking of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, RIP to Dennis Green. Yes, They oh, are who yeah. we thought oh. they were.
0: Right. Oh, we were yeah. The they yeah. are who we thought they were. Great soundbite. <laughs> if the season ended today, are we in the playoffs? Absolutely, or? we're okay. in the playoffs. So, so we're, we're, we're looking top good.
1: Top six, I believe top six teams in each conference make the playoffs. Fantastic. Then first, first place teams get a bye, so that's why having having that high position plays well. Good
0: stuff, gentlemen. We are massively over time, but we promised Ben that he could talk a little Olympics because it was anything to keep him from talking about the Kardashians. Former yes. Olympian, our Ben own, Garcia. Our <laughs> own Division I athlete would. and Olympic correspondent, Ben Garcia, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Tease us because next week, we'll we'll spend a little more time talking Olympics, but give us a little taste of what we have to look forward to.
3: Uh, the International Olympic Committee... Sent out for 450,000 condoms to be sent.
0: <laughs> is that I it? Was, I thought this was going to be hard-hitting news, the, but for uh, the
3: athletes to use while they're in Sochi, which or not Sochi, in, in Rio, which is which is, it comes down to 42 condoms per athlete, nice. and they're only there for like yeah. 20 days. So all I want to say is this: Thank God the athletes are getting laid, and it's not that guy with long hair and the prepubescent beard that plays a guitar at parties. Oh, you know what? It's these athletes. athletes, that's the way to go. I, but this isn't news, right? Right? Doesn't this happen at every Olympics? There's a- it does, a surplus. But, but, the, but the biggest... So I think they said that London was they had the most rock- condoms <laughs> set. And I think it was like 200 and something condoms. So this one's over double Ooh, what they had done. That's, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my... Uh, you guys ready for
1: my <laughs> counter-argument? Yes. I said we take them all away and we make super athletes. Ooh. Why are we limiting <laughs> yeah. that? Let's breed, You're right. Let's
3: breed our well, Olympians. Tiger yeah. Woods was dating Lindsay Bond. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, those are the types of relationships that kind of spark up. So we'll see what
1: happens. <laughs> I, b- I believe Mexico, famously, their soccer team, their coach told them that they were not allowed to have sex before the World Cup. Yeah, it ha- so it's I, happened with a few teams. So I yeah. wonder if there are a few Olympic teams that maybe don't allow it, but once their event's over, yeah. it's game on. I'm using yeah. 42 a day. Yeah. Good night, everybody.
3: Wilt Chamberlain (laughs) is in the house. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not to say you're using forty-two different partners, but you know there might be one partner where you're hitting it three times a day. I'm just saying.
1: Ben believes in true love. (laughs) I do.
0: (laughs) Wilt Chamberlain at the Olympics. That would be (laughs) wow. The rest of the world didn't already hate America. (laughs) Oh, totally. Totally. Oh, So Anyway, amen to those athletes, man. I'm giving you big, (laughs) mad props. Good stuff. Hard-hitting news. What an Olympic update. We promise (laughs) promise maybe some more in-depth analysis of the Olympics next week. (laughs) Or maybe not.
1: We're not. Yeah, that's as good as it gets.
0: Yeah, or we'll elaborate on that. Good stuff, guys. (laughs) Go Team USA. We got to get out of here. Yes, (laughs) USA. We are, guys, in shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys and Shorts LA. Find us online at guysandshorts.com. Get us on Facebook. Review, share, listen to the show. All that. All
3: that and a bag of chips. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. This is the (laughs) best (laughs) podcast in Los Angeles.
0: It really is. That's right. Yeah. Get on board. Leave a voicemail for us. You got any questions, comments, all that good stuff? 562-450-3356.
1: Hey, we weren't at our home studios today. Would you say we got the away win today?
0: We did get yes, the away win. Oh wait, no, Bourbon? Bourbon, we won. <laughs> we won. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> For Victor Costello, Ben Garcia, Darren Besa, and the Portuguese hammer himself, Eric Vieira. I am Jeff Wilson, and we'll see you guys next week. Hi,
1: hi, hi!